Hi everyone, my name is Nikita Bhatt. I'm an ST4 urology trainee in the East of England Deanery and a committee member on BUST. This podcast is part of the BJUI BUST podcast series. It's in an article published in the BJUI in January of 2020 on the efficacy of Vibegron, a novel beta-3 adrenoreceptor agonist on severe urge urinary incontinence related to overactive bladder. A post-hoc analysis of a randomized placebo-controlled double-blind comparative phase 3 study. It was originally conducted in Japan with pharmaceutical support. The aim of the authors was to evaluate the efficacy of Vibegron on urge urinary incontinence in patients with overactive bladder or OAB. The original phase 3 RCT included patients with OAB defined as 8 or more micturitions per day and either one or more episodes of urgency or urgency incontinence per day for over 6 months in male or females over the age of 20. 1,232 patients were randomly assigned to one of four 12-week treatment groups including Vibegron 50mg or 100mg once daily, placebo or imidafenacin which is an anticholinergic. Exclusion criteria included any bladder pathology like infection, cancer, stone, interstitial cystitis, neurogenic bladder, residual urine over 100 ml, enlarged prostate, hypertension with systolic over 160 and diastolic over 100. Among these patients, those who were assigned to receive Vibegron or placebo and had urgent incontinence of over zero episodes per day were enrolled in this post hoc analysis. They were further divided based on symptom severity into mild and moderate subgroup with 0 to 3 urgent incontinence episodes per day or a severe subgroup with 3 or more urgent incontinence per day. 1232 patients were divided into 831 with mild to moderate severity and 158 with severe urgent incontinence. Background characteristics of the three treatment groups were almost identical, except that the V-background 100mg group included slightly more patients with hypertension or longer OAB duration. Results Changes in the number of urgency incontinence episodes at week 12 in the V-background 50mg, 100mg and placebo groups respectively were 1.3, 1.4 and 1.08 in all patients. The changes were significant in the V-background 50 and 100mg groups versus placebo regardless of symptom severity. Change in the number of urgency episodes per day was significant in the V-background 100mg group by a factor of 2.5 versus placebo by a factor of 1.8 in all patients and in both severity groups. In the Vibegron 50mg, a significant change versus placebo was observed in all patients and in the mild to moderate urinary incontinence subgroup, but not in the severe urinary incontinence subgroup. Change in the voided volume or micturition calculated on a base of a 3-day micturition diary before each visit was significantly greater in the Vibegron 50mg by 33.9 mL and 100mg by 31.1 mL versus placebo by 8.9 mL in all patients as well as in both severity subgroups. Dry diary rates or the percentage of patients with zero urge urinary incontinence episode per day in the Vibegron 50mg was 56% and 100mg was 60%. This was significantly greater versus placebo which was 45% in all patients and in the mild to moderate urge urinary incontinence subgroup. In the severe urge urinary incontinence subgroup, however, a significant difference was observed only in the Vibegron 50mg group. 
Response rates assessed by the patient global impression scale were significantly higher in the V background groups versus placebo at 60% for 50 mg, 62% for 100 mg, and 38% in placebo in all patients as well as in both severity subgroups. Multivariate logistic regression analysis showed that V background administration, OAB duration of 37 months or less, mean number of micturitions per day at baseline of less than 12, mean number of urge urinary incontinence episodes per day at baseline less than 3, were factors significantly associated with the normalization of urge urinary incontinence. The most frequent adverse events reported were constipation in 5 patients and dry mouth in 4 patients, both in the V-background 50mg group. The remaining adverse events were noted in 2 patients or fewer in each treatment group and none were serious. The authors concluded that Vibegron, a novel beta-3 adrenoreceptor agonist, significantly reduced the number of urge urinary incontinence episodes, significantly increased the volume voided in patients with OAB, including those with severe urge urinary incontinence. Furthermore, the response rate exceeded 50%. These results suggest that Vibegron could be an effective therapeutic option for OAB and urge urinary incontinence. Several things need to be kept in mind. The study was funded by Curran Pharmaceutical, which had a role in the conduct of the study, monitoring, data management, and analysis. Though the results were statistically significant, certain changes were quite small. For example, in the placebo group, the urgency incontinence episodes improved by one episode, whereas in the VPEGRON group, it improved by 1.5 episodes per day, which may not be hugely clinically significant for our patients and must be kept in mind. The proportions of elderly patients and male patients in the original RCT were lower than those in the real world. Also, the treatment period of this study and follow-up was only 12 weeks, which is quite short to assess the real-world effects of this medication. This was a post-hoc analysis which has inherent limitations as it is not a population-based randomized control trial. Hence, the findings could be by chance and subgroup analysis has got several limitations. One must also remember that the authors have dropped an entire comparison arm from the RCT, which is the anticholinergic arm, and this post hoc analysis only compared Vibegron to placebo. Final thoughts Vibegron is likely a new treatment added to a range of OAB medications that we already have. However, we do require a further prospective randomized control trial in a larger cohort that conclusively demonstrates the efficacy and safety of this new med for the treatment of severe urgenary incontinence, as well as to study the factors associated with the normalization of urgenary incontinence. Thanks, and I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast.